Yeah. There are two options for Haftarot today because it's Monday. We have to do Haftarah. There are two options. There's a Haftarah of Tirumah and there's a Haftarah for Zachor. I want to actually skim or summarize both of them. So the first Haftarah is from Melachim Perakhe. Melachim Aleph Perakhe is when Shilomo begins the construction of the Beit HaMikdash, which makes sense because in our parasha we have the construction of the Mishkan. We discussed yesterday what the construction of the Mishkan is doing right after the meeting at Har Sinai. And now we'll look into the Navi uh, quickly to see how Shilomo built by Trishon. This is Perak He, Pasuk, Kaf, Vav. And we're doing the Haftarah of... And then we're going to jump to the Haftarah of Zahor. This is the Haftarah of Tiruman. We're going to do... Aleph. We're going to do the Haftarah of Zahor. They're both out of the Nevi'im Rishonim because the Haftarah of Zahor is, is when... Shaul was tasked to destroy Amalek and, and he did not a, perform. It's a long one. Right. So it's a very long one. Yes. Yeah, I mean, we're going to have to, we're going to, have to summarize. But right. the, the idea is to cover, is to good. get a glimpse of what very both Haftarot good. are about. And, and the reason I'm, I'm insisting on doing Tirumah, despite the fact that the Haftarah is going to be Zachor, is because the point really of, of, of studying the Haftarah is A, to know the Haftarah, and B, to see the relationship to the Parasha. Uh, there's no relationship between Shemuel and the story of destruction of Amalek and our Parasha. So yeah, I want to do our Haftarah as well. God gave wisdom to Shlomo, as he said to him. There was peace between Hiram. Hiram, there's like a Phoenician king in the north of Israel in modern-day Lebanon. That was Hiram. They, they got a lot of their wood from this Phoenician uh, nation. Uh, so when there was peace between them, it was a very good economic benefit for Bnei Israel. They had a covenant. And Shalom took a tax from all of Israel, a tax meaning a labor tax. And the tax was 30,000 men that he, he, they forced them into labor. He had a person, Adoniram, who was in charge of all of this. They had uh, shifts of 10,000 men who went to the north, to Lebanon, okay. to collect wood and to bring it back to the Bitamitash for the construction. And the, the system was, they go for a month, 10,000, and then they take uh, two months off, and the other shift goes. So they have constantly 10,000 men in Lebanon. It's a lot. Pasuk 29 He had 70,000 people who would carry a load And 80,000 people who were chopping trees in the mountains This is besides for the people who are in charge of those men Who were on top of the men who were doing the labor and then he commanded, Shalomo commanded, and they carried huge stones, uh, valuable stones, to make the foundation the of the house of the temple. And these were stones that were hewn. And the builders of Hiram's builders and the Gibalites, another nation, they fashioned them and they prepared the timber and the stones to build the house. So. They're getting ready And then It gives us It opens up with a very grand statement Of when this happened Because the construction on the Mikdash Is like mm -hmm. a It's like a It's like an epicenter of the book Right So So when it was 480 years After the Jews left Egypt In the fourth year Of the month of Ziv It's the fourth year of, of uh, Shalomo's reign Okay It's the second month So 
It's Iyar, uh, right? We're in the second word, Iyar. Limloch Shlomo al Yisrael, but even Abayt Ladonai. He built the house to God. Abayt Asher Bana HaMelech Shlomo Ladonai, Shishim Amma Orko, Ve'esrim Orko, Ve'esrim Amma Komato. Could be Sivan, also. Why could it be Sivan? Because the first month is Nisan. But the second month is Iyar. Oh, no, Iyar. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, you're right. Okay. And the house... Uh, now it's going to go through the description of the bite. I'm going to skip this part. Um, let's go. It gets very technical with the description of we're going to have enough tech- technical with the parasha. in our parasha. <laughs> so, we can, so all the parts that he that he that he, that he um, took was not was from Lebanon was not necessarily from Yerushalayim. He, uh, he went and got it from outside. Not definitely not all of it was from Yerushalayim. I mean, probably not all of it was from Yerushalayim. Um, how much of it was from outside Israel? I don't know because he has 10,000 men going to import material, but there's also 70,000, 80,000 men cutting trees in the mountains. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm assuming the mountains much, are in Israel. How much did they need to build this? I don't know. This is incredible. Yeah, yeah. it is. Imagine. It's you know, a what lot. Kind of a work, work force is it's, this? It's an, it's an intense workforce. You know, this is a, they see this as actually negative for Shlomo. Oh, yeah? the, the, because if you look later on in Melachim, whenever his son takes power, the main complaint of the people that ended up causing Am Israel to split into two nations was the workload for the Mikdash, for the, for the building uh, oh. things. So the workload was actually seen as a negative, which is interesting. Okay? But yeah, uh, now we go to Pasuk 11. And the word... Of God was Shalomo saying, This house that you are building, if you go in my laws and you keep my mishpatim, you keep my ordinances, and you keep all my mitzvot to go and keep them, and you keep the word, my word that is with you, that I spoke to David your father. I will dwell amongst Bnei Israel, velo e'ezovet ami Israel, and I will never leave my nation Israel. So, the relationship is v'shachanti be tocham from our parasha is related to v'shachanti betoch Bnei Israel in pasuk uh, yud gimel of Milachim Aleph. Now we go to uh, that was haftarah, very simply, very simple haftarah for uh, for Tiruma. Very interesting. Yeah, an interesting, uh, interesting amount of. Of laborers that we had. Now we can go to Shil- uh, Shemuel. Let's see where this Where? is. When it says, uh, What does it mean? Uh, for those of who spoke to him, or he was. He had a prophet who was talking to. Through, through, through. Good question. Who, it could be either, or, because we know. We Nathan know. Nathan was the prophet of the. The um, but then also when Shlomo, a couple of para, uh, a couple of parakim before this, Shlomo has a dream in which he gets uh, Borei Olam tells him what do you want, and he, he says wants. I want I want wisdom. Yeah. So I and do not right know. Afterwards, he had the, the all the wisdom the, that Hashem gave him. Then you then you tell me that there was a division between, you know, the not in his kingdom, in his son's kingdom, in Rechavam's kingdom. Yeah. Oh, are you saying why did he do? Why yeah. did he impose such hard labor? You want to hear a fascinating chidush I read last night, actually, at like one in the morning. Sure. <laughs> um, that right before the story, it tells us that he married the wife. He married a wife, an Egyptian wife, yes. the daughter of Paro. Mm-hmm. 
So he may because in because Egypt, in would. Egypt they were very they were all about slave labor, and he had taken a little bit of the influence of From Egypt him. of how they impose slave labor on their people, like we see what the Egyptians did to us, and that corrupted him just a little so that he imposed too much slave labor on Am Israel. Yeah, it opens and, up with the slave labor and right, and oh, and because oh, 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 oh. and that's. And that ends up being the downfall of Am Yisrael when we behaved more like Egypt than we should have. And he was, he, nice was he allowed to marry her? Oh, yeah, you could ask Moshe and Yatin. Yeah. He's having this, uh, we're having this debate right now in his shiur on Shabbat. Oh, what extent was this permitted? Probably, we, we, well, look, it probably was a negative. But yes, probably we, was we, negative. we actually read it at the end. That's what I brought up yesterday at the end of the parasha, saying, you know, Baruch Hu was saying it. If you follow in their ways, it's not going to be good for you. Right, right, yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. Now, that would be, this whole point is to say, Shilomor, unfortunately, followed in the ways of Egypt by imposing slave labor on the people, and the people ended up, it ended up being like a curse, or it ended up causing the people to rebel, and it split the nation into two. Okay, fascinating stuff, but we're still only in our, in our Navi podcast, we're in the middle of Yehoshua, yeah, so we have a, a, lot, a lot left to go before we get here. Okay, Rabbi. Shemuel. This is Shemuel chapter Tetvav, chapter 15, Pasuk Aleph. I'm going to try to read as much as I could because we have 10 minutes. So I'm going to read as much as I could of, uh, as much as I can of, uh, just inside. Shemuel Shaul, Oti shalach Adonai Shemuel says, uh, God sent me to anoint you as king. On all of his nation Israel And now listen to the voice To the word that God has told me God says to me God said to me or God, so, so has God said I remember the ways of Amalek The actions of Amalek That they did to Israel That they placed for them When they came out of Egypt Meaning that they attacked them When they came out of Egypt and he said, now you should go and strike Amalek, you should destroy them completely, and you should not have any mercy on them. You should kill men, women, young, um, and suckling from an ox and a sheep, from sheep, camels, and donkeys. Everything. Yeah. Even like to the, the, yeah. the baby that's nursing. And Shaul summoned the people and he numbered them in Tilaim 200,000 footmen, footmen and 10,000 men of Yehuda. So that's, what does that mean? Whenever he has 200,000 men and only 10,000 are Yehuda and Yehuda was the strongest tribe, it means all the tribes are very heavily represented. Yes, so that's a good thing. Serious. Yeah. Okay. And he went, he came to the city of Amalek and he lay wait in the valley. This is something that Yahushua does also. They wait in the valley before they attack. He says to the Kenites who were a, they were like an innocent people that had a, a peace with Israel. He said, go, leave the Amaleki, lest I destroy you with them. 
are with him. You Kenites, Kenites, were did good to Israel when we came out of Egypt. So the Kenites departed from Amalek. And he struck them from the place called Chavila until Shur. Meaning he 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 they kept uh, as Amalek was running away. They kept you know striking them from from place to place. That was uh, near Mitzrayim. Okay, so we attacked them all the way to Mitzrayim. He captured the king Agag alive. Yeah, and the whole nation he destroyed by the sword. But Shaul and the people spared Agag and the best of the sheep and the oxen, even the young of the second birth and the lambs and all that was good and would not utterly destroy them, but everything that was of no account and feeble, oh, that they destroyed God, utterly. Ah, okay. So everything that was feeble and weak, that they destroyed. So they kept the, the, good, good. the good stuff, the produce and that. They kept all of that, We're but they, they left alive the king and the good sheep and that. God spoke to Shemuel saying, God says, I, have, I regret that I have made Shaul king because he left my following my, uh, my ways and he did not keep my word. And it bothered Shemuel. And he cried out to God all night. Why would it bother Shemuel? Because this is the Navi that appoints the king. When you appoint the king, you want the king to succeed. He's your... He's his prodigy. And Shemuel rose early in the morning to meet Shaul. And was told to Shemuel that Shaul has come to the Carmel... And now he's setting up, he's setting up a monument. I don't know how to translate the rest. Like he turned around and descended to the Gilgal. Oh, 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 right, right, right. So, so Shaul made an altar, and now, and then Shemuel now went towards Gilgal to meet Shaul there. Okay, so now they're in Gilgal. Shaul's making up, it's not an altar. Yad is a, Yad is a, uh, is a monument. 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 They call a, a for winning. Yeah, last night I was reading. I was learning. If you make a a, a if you throw stones on someone and you gather a pile of stones, also in, a in the Navi, it's called a yad. It's called a yad. It's called a monument. Okay. So it's interesting how Shaul Shaul made a monument. In his mind, he's, he's perfectly fine. No problem. I know. Everything is great. Want, actually, make a monument. You know what? We'll see that. Actually, I don't know if I think Shaul also realizes that there's something off. And then Shemuel comes to Shaul and Shaul says to him, Blessed be you, are you of God, I have kept the word of God. Now why is he opening up by saying that? Wow. Why is he opening up by saying... In his mind, he did what... He, what he no, I think the opposite. Maybe the opposite. Maybe he realized. I think he's insecure. Yeah. I think he's trying to... Uh, look, I... Uh, you see, I did it. Yeah. What do you mean? Are you so excited? No, you didn't. Okay. What is the sound of the sheep that I hear in my ears? Oh, I love this. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
And the voice of the cattle that I now hear. <laughs> we brought them from the Amalekites. That the people had mercy on the best of the sheep and on the cattle. So that we can bring it as a korban to Hashem, your God. And the rest we destroyed. So Shaul says, come with me and let me tell you what God spoke to me tonight. And he says, speak. Pasuk 17. So Shemuel says, do you see yourself as small in your eyes? You are the king of all of Israel. King of all the tribes of Israel. God anointed you as king on all of Israel. And God sent you in the way. And he said, go and utterly destroy the sinners, Amalek. You should do war with them and you should, until you destroy them completely. And why did you not listen to the voice of God? And you leaned towards the spoils and you did what was bad in the eyes of God. So what is the, the criticism that he's getting? The criticism that Shaul is getting? Because he, took, he didn't follow he the took, word of God. Not only the word, no, he took the spoils. This was the word that was sin. That's not following the word of God. Yes. You know? I, I, the criticism you see at the beginning is... Are you small in your eyes? So what, what did Shaul say whenever Shemuel questions him? What is the voice of the sheep that I hear? What's the voice of the cattle? What's Shaul's answer? Best of the... They brought her from the Amalekites. The people... The, right, the people had mercy on the best of the sheep and on the, on the king. So we left them alive. But we killed the rest. And then Shemuel says... What are you Nothing. just nobody that you just the people want to do something and you, you don't have to listen and you, you have to listen to them? That was that was uh, the, the main problem with Shaul, and then in this case, he did not show the His requisite leadership, 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 leadership to lead Bnei Israel in the way that Shemuel told him to. Okay. And he says, However, I listened to the voice of God, and I went in the way that, that, that God commanded me, and I brought Agag, the king of Amalek, and I destroyed Amalek. See, in that same pasuk, he says, I kept the word of God, and he also says, And I kept the king alive. Which is totally wrong. Yeah, so you, you could see he's speaking from, he's a little bit intimidated right now, and now. He's jumbling his logic, Shaul. He's mixing up. And the people, they took from the shalal, they took from the, they took from the spoils, sheep and cattle, the beginning uh, before we destroyed it, to bring it as korbanot to Hashem. We don't know now, if he's saying this just now, because he's trying to now this, clean excuse, up his act. Or excuse, he's, right, exactly. Did they even just take it for Korbanot? What, yeah. They weren't going to take any of those fat in the sheep yeah. that they spoke about? But these psukim are, are unbelievable. The next two psukim. Pasuk 22. 
Do you think God wants korbanot and, and, and sacrifices? Kishmoa bekol Adonai as much as He wants someone to listen to His voice. Hine shemoa mizevach tov. Listening is better than a good sacrifice. Lakshiv mechelev elim to listen to the word of God is better than the fats of rams that you could bring as a sacrifice. Kichatat kesem meri for rebellion is like the sin of. Uh, of magic Which is a very bad sin The aven utrafim haftsar And it's sinfulness And serving idols Is rebellion Ya'an ma'asta et devar Adonai And because you were Disgusted the word of God Now he has made you uh, Unfit to be the king So beautiful that, That's some of the most poetic language We'll finish this haftarah tomorrow It's not so much left And it's such a beautiful haftarah I mean, it's a sad haftarah, Ooh, but it's a... You know what kind of words to hear those words as king? Now God is... He's, he had enough of yeah, you Yeah, he's had king. enough of you as king. All right. It's, All right. it's a slap, but a big one.